how's it going everyone hope you're all doing well wherever you are in the world um in this one today me and laura get together and we talk about the usual that we normally talk about talk about some dicks some balls and some emotional wounds <laughs> some big deep emotional wounds um so i hope you like this one anyway uh, i apologize now if the audio uh, of this podcast isn't the best as, as usual um i've had some um podcast troubles on the road and um one of me uh microphone microphone system that i use is basically completely went all kaput i think i blame it i blame it on this air uh, spirits i think the spirits are getting in there and the, uh the manipulate and the ether to um to stop this positive message going out there um other than that um i'm going to blame bill gates as well but uh because i know he he's in he's really interested in like uh software development so he's probably hacked me um Tascam and and made it corrupt you know so anyway that's the reason why the podcast audio um is not very good so anyway i'm gonna have to be using reverting back to the old <laughs> old microphone that i used to use when i first started which is this one um so hopefully it's not as it's not as bad i know obviously my raspy voice has got a, a lot more clearer now from the past so that that'll definitely up the audio by at least 50 percent improvement now i can actually pronounce some words not all words but some words better but anyway that's all i'm going to say um enough of the um the rambling if you can as always check out the one-off donation option and the patreon page and help me buy a microphone be much appreciated because <laughs> i'm currently unemployed right now <laughs> but anyway i love you all wherever you are in the world and uh, enjoy this one with me and laura big love Yo yo Voilà. Guaguan man. Guaguan. Guaguan. We are the We are descending. We are the Bini crew. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast, yeah. Now I'm Indian. Now I'm Indian. Now I'm racist. Uh, Jamaican man. Guaguan. <laughs> you know when them, um, you know the, you know when them, them videos the start like um, how it's called? You know, like the kind of like the the spiritual videos when they're like. When they start, um, you know the one we've just been listening to, the John Hawkins one, and where Ramdas is like, uh, "You are everything. You are one. The yeah. mind is everything. Mm. Ah, so, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> <laughs> you are an asshole. <laughs> asshole. You are the mind. The mind is matter. You matter because you matter." <laughs> You're in matter. Uh. <laughs> You're snorkeling through matter. <laughs> snorkeling. <laughs> um, so what should we talk about? Uh, we've had an exciting week, haven't we? Yeah. Very exciting. So we've been looking at pieces of land, which has been really exciting. Yeah. And we've found a potential piece that we really like. And yeah. That's all we're That's saying. That's all we're going to say. And um, on the day that we so, went, so basically, so yeah, so basically, <laughs> what we're going to do is we're going to start our own cult. Yeah. So that's what we're that's like seriously that's what we're doing. <laughs> so we're going to start our own cult basically. Yeah. Well, not say the name. What's yet. What's going to be the rules? 
the rules are that <laughs> everyone that comes into the land has to wear a penis robe. Well, just to add as well, I think it was really funny is um, as someone, as a fellow podcast listener who's who's currently with us, Dan said that the land is shaped like a dick. It re- it really is, and now once I've seen it, I can't unsee it. Yeah. It's like it's it's really vividly a dick. It's funny because so we're gonna call it the penis lands. It's funny because actually because because the land's more shaped like a dick, it actually makes us more one. It actually it, it actually solidifies to me like that how much more I want it <laughs> because because of my affiliation with with having a big dick. <laughs> what better what better symbol to um to 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 show to the gods that are flying above in the sky like this is this is the dick land, you know, full of dicks. Yeah. I know I can't unsee it now, so now I'll, I don't want to send anyone like the footprint of the land because <laughs> I'm because the first thing they'll be like is is that a dick? <laughs> yeah. But um on the day but It's with- a good dick. It is a good dick. It's a good size. It's a really good size. <laughs> Very fertile, good size. It's quite wet as well. Quite sometimes. wide. <laughs> it's quite. It's got a deep well as well. It's very deep. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So on the day that we went to go see the land, um, I knew, I was like feeling so excited to go see this because we'd we'd been there's a video online of like a tour of the land, and we were getting so excited watching it like five times. So in the morning, I woke up. And I'd had a couple of dreams the night, like the night before, so I had to write them all down before we started to go see this land. And then I woke up to a very, <laughs> not a very nice text message, didn't I? Um, basically, like, my ex-boyfriend message going, um, I'm 100% certain there's a nude photo of you online. And blah, 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 I can tell by the hair, the, the teeth, the tattoo, it's you. Um, you're walking along a beach, you're naked, and you're wearing sunglasses. And I'm like, well, I've been on, <laughs> I'm thinking, because like, it's not that impossible, like, <laughs> it's like, I can feel, it's not that feasible, but it's not unfeasible that I've been on a beach naked, you know, I have been skinny dipping. But the fact that I'm wearing sunglasses, apparently, that just says that is definitely not me, because I don't wear sunglasses, because I just don't think they're right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I just don't don't feel like, why would you block your eyes from the sun? Yeah, but God, if, if you wouldn't have glasses, God would have give you glasses. Yeah. But that's like I didn't obviously yeah it's just a something that I've like felt quite recently but yeah so it doesn't matter like I know it wasn't me and it doesn't matter if it is or isn't me because it brought up a lot of feelings about like um being having my innocence exploited um which is an emotional wound that I need to work on again um and it was interesting because the dream that I'd wrote down the night before before I even looked at this text message was my nana was showing me a photo of her and my ex-boyfriend and then a video of me being innocent playing on a beach with people and then like when I got that text message I was just like what the hell that so I don't know I think my nana was trying to tell me something about an emotional wound about having my innocence exploited um needed to be kind of looked at but not a very nice text message to wake up to on the day that I was gonna be viewing like our potential future home and it kind of did like I did feel like the emotional remnants of it when we go, went to go see the land but now I kind of just laugh about the whole incident and I know that well I hopefully want this to be our future home so fingers crossed everything yeah, goes well, to plan. For, for me it's interesting I've got loads of things to say hopefully I can scrape them all um what you were saying yeah uh, but hopefully um one of the hopefully I can get rid anyway <laughs> my mind's already scrambling now because I'm thinking about a million things but um what I was going to say again, yeah, so um, 
one of the things is that you mentioned was about the the dream syncing up. I thought that was really interesting. So like you said, you had the dream prior before your ex-boyfriend was in the dream, your grandma was in the dream, and obviously it was all kind of pointing towards that. Um, and you said like you, you it was a picture of you when you were younger and your innocence on the beach. You know, so we all know that a lot of childhood trauma where innocence is exposed is comes from when you're in your childhood. So it's interesting how the dream is kind of like it's it's you know it's pinpointing that innocent like aspect of you as a young child mm. probably is where that trauma was where that trauma was kind of mostly like put on you kind of thing mm. through that innocence which is which is interesting and then at the same time like what i've found is that and it must be the same case for you is that the more you have these dreams because we all know that obviously the western approach to dreams is like i mean even even for example like even um even like Sigmund Freud and Carl Jung's work, they they obviously when the when they're talking about the level of dream interpretation from us, they're still talking from more from a psychological level. Mm. I mean, they, they slightly go here, but they don't go as deep deep as talking like messages, like um, messages from spirits and stuff like that. They don't they don't go that deep, you know. So there is like um, there is like um, uh, an unknown kind of territory with dreams that I don't think a lot of people have kind of scaved yet. Where how how it's not just only the subconscious that's kind of like activating and speaking through you there's like there is deeper things that with that's still kind of like unknown to to the surface that that's what that's yeah. what i feel because i find when i have a dream the more that i'm having dreams now it's like you know a lot of the time the way i'm kind of analyzing my dreams and the way the the messages and um the way spirits are speaking through me dreams it's kind of like it's not even like it's not even any different to to reality now that we were sitting in here now. You know, mm-hmm. it just kind of like builds up that that kind of that that um the spiritual understanding that like the imp- it's hard to explain it like solidifies like you know if for example if you haven't kind of like if you haven't felt like if you haven't had a psychedelic experience for example you know and you haven't felt that bliss or you haven't had a meditation experience where you felt that bliss you kind of don't know where you're going when you meditate mm-hmm. you kind of don't know that place where you're going to. But once you've kind of had more and more like occurrences where like these mystical experiences where they're speaking through occurrences and certain situations, it 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 like it's you don't have to like kind of um you don't have to convince them parts of yourself that are not we're, we're kind of not on board sort of say because mm-hmm. you know when we, we when we talk about these big experiences some people haven't had them you know and they kind of like can't contextualize it some people are like. I'm not saying everyone. I'm just saying some people who I come across to go like I, I don't understand what you, the experience that you're having, and that's because obviously they haven't had the experience themselves. Yeah. But the more that you experience it, it kind of it it, it um you know it builds up them parts of yourself to be open to them to that the parts of yourself that are kind of still holding on and not open yeah. open to them experiences. Definitely, because everything's possible, you know. And I think that was a good segue into what we're going to be talking about because um. Because you can only have like a certain level of empathy and understanding if you've had those experiences, and this is something that we kind of been was working through the other night, wasn't it? That yeah. Before you... before we go there though, because I wanted to speak about um, because I'll forget, I wanted to speak also also add as well about the land situation, which I think was really interesting to add. Um, my thoughts on it that I felt out because when when you were going through that experience and we were like kind of getting excited to go and see the land, and then that occurrence popped up, you know, like the. The, the manifestation through the message through the scenario that 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 arrived for me that was uh clearly a spiritual attack mm. like and we all know that we know that spirits can operate like through the unseen world you know they mm. operate through the wounds of other people so there's no doubt to me that how like on a level of how surface that was to me like how hilarious it was because obviously my reaction to that if someone had messaged me saying that i would have kind of 
at first probably would have reacted. It also taught me that I would have reacted wrongly in that situation because I would have said, well, good, good you know, like yeah. I always do that anyway. But it sh- I should have, what I should have done would have been react out with love truly when I thought about it. But regardless of that is, is that what I felt like it was doing is, is that what I found is that when, when you, when in life, when you are moving forward and, you know, and this is a clean, positive thing, you know, you, you're moving into your greatest expression of yourself, you're moving into your light. And when you're in that high vibration, because we have been in a high vibration where we could feel the direction that we're going to, and we felt how our body feels around the, the feeling of like moving into this, I don't know whether it's land, whether it's a community, whatever it may be, you know, like you're moving into this, like this new kind of trajectory. We know that when you're standing in your light, spirits are attracted to your light, like spirits who are invested in this realm, who want to kind of hold you back and, and pull you back. Um, like lower dimensional entities if you want to use that word but basically the spirit and they'll and obviously they use your surrounding environment that they can like your immediate environment like they try and get in there with like close friends close family members people still help still who you have still emotional wounds with like you'll still have an emotional wound with your ex-partner he'll have some and it's kind of like it's just similar for everyone you know mm-hmm. and it's like and they get in there and, and they, they, they like do a bit of magic you know like they do yeah under the surface and the metaphysical they, they move a couple of um not physical stones but stones within your mind yeah and um start stirring things up you know and we we know that them spirits can they can plant thoughts they can plant memories mm-hmm. you know they've got the ability to do that yeah because it's like it the thing that upset me the most was like it doesn't matter if it like if it is or isn't me the fact that it's probably been in a group chat and people think it's me was enough to kind of hurt me and kind of make me like very angry I, I spent about like a good 15 20 minutes crying in the van shaking and trembling just like processing all these emotions that were coming coming through about like you know it's just some it's just a, it's obviously a spirit is or a group of spirits have kind of saw that that this is still a wound that I have and used that to kind of to kind of you know try to attack me in a certain way but it doesn't attack me at all because it all it does is force me to process emotions that I need to process and then after I felt really light and I felt much cleaner and freer and I felt more connected to my heart after the whole experience so no it wasn't really an attack it was more it was like if you know it was more it helped me improve my own own soul condition yeah well but that but that's what I said that's why that's why when when the when the occurrence arrived I knew exactly what it was like I said yeah like like I said that I said the land is is the one I said, yeah. like, literally the land that we're going to see is going to be the one. And that's why it, it even intrigued us more because I knew that when you come under attacks like that, the prevent, the, what, what, what them attacks are trying to prevent you from is, 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 is greatness, is, mm-hmm. is, is higher evolution, like higher ascension. So for me, I already knew that as soon as that happened, I was like, yes, this is the one. Yeah. Like, I knew this was the one. But obviously there was emotional work that had to be go through. Yeah, we had to go through. But at the same time, through that emotional work, it also, because you were going through it, it also triggered it within me. But what I've been finding is that last few weeks is that on a on level of manifestation, we've noticed how things have been, you know, they've been moving so they've been moving so fast, you know. Like for example, um, you know, we know people who have kind of around us who have kind of tried to get land and it's taken longer for them or something. Or but for, for our own personal life, why we believe that it's moving fast for us is because we feel like we've been having these highs where we're, where we're like kind of we're moving in this direction. And then, like, like, so for example, the day of like going to look at the land, you know, it was all amazing, and like, well, we knew it was the one for us. Mm. But that day, we were we were still curled up in a ball crying. 
like we yeah. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what i mean like so even though we're still like working forward and like uh, like uh, like positively on a physical level people would think like look in and think this is amazing like it's like going all right but at the same day we're kind of we're still tussling with our inner worlds and our inner dimensions and it's like we're working on ourselves emotionally and as you do that you speed up the process of manifestation much faster like through that law of attraction because you're cleaning out your emotional wounds the law of attraction's turning up and that's what i feel like every single i feel like every single time we have a good cry we'll work on a certain element within ourselves or we have a, a relation a conversation about a relationship whatever something just moves in the physical yeah it shifts and then you, you kind of step out into that new reality from that yeah. what were you going to say you started talking before i was going to say about um about how you were saying that you can only really understand things if you've experienced them yeah and we we had that experience where like you know you were you were kind of explaining the spiritual attack that you went under and i could feel like i could feel the part of you like kind of wanting wanting kind of like like sympathy not sympathy but like me to like really understand it on an emotional level and i was like i was I felt myself kind of being like quite cold and distant about Wait, it. So just because let me straight. So you you refer you talk what you're talking about is a spiritual attack that I spoke about in recent podcasts. Yeah, yeah, and um, you were brought that came up in some sort of conversation that we're having, and I felt kind of you wanting wanting kind of more emotionally from me, and I felt like I felt how I could seem as cold and like not caring. So I just had to be honest with you. It's like the reason why I wasn't like cold the reason why I wasn't giving you the kind of emotional response that you wanted or needed was because I didn't I didn't fully believe that it happened on a feeling level I can understand rationally I can I can you say what happened and I can think about it and understand what you're saying and like say I believe you from that respect but because I'd never experienced something to the extent that you say that you have I just I had to be honest and say that like a part of me doesn't really believe that it happened or doesn't really fully understand it or can't comprehend it fully. So yeah. that's why I couldn't give you the emotional kind of feedback that you were looking for yeah. in that moment. Yeah, no, well, that was a good point because what I noticed straight away is that, well, you even seen the way I reacted. I wasn't angry. It actually, what it did in is it actually released that emotion in me because I had to cry about it because instantaneously, you know, you want you want people around you who you love to like kind of believe in you especially when it's like someone who like who, who you like you love so much it's like you want them to kind of like you know then validate them parts of yourselves and bring bring kind of comfort to them parts of yourselves that that maybe is you want someone else to see you in that certain way and that's what i and obviously that was an emotional wound in me like wanting needing validation from someone else to tell me that i've had an experience that i know i've had already in my heart and like i said to you is like you know, the, after I'd worked through the emotion, it's probably still more to go. You know, there's always like, even with one emotion, there's always more to kind of feel and, and feel out. But what I felt was like, you know, you give me a gift to actually, f like, you triggered a gift in me to realize which what was my emotional mood where I was wanting you to kind of validate the experience that I had. Yeah. And I said, yeah, like, um, you know, I when I cleared it out, I said I. I didn't need you. I don't need you to believe what I've had anyway. It's like it doesn't matter what anyone else believes. It's like my soul knows, you know. And it's mm -hmm. and the only thing that the only person that can judge me is like on that experience is God. So like basically, me and God know what went down in that experience. And um, you know, I don't need anyone else to kind of to tell me what that was. Try to kind of validate and like put their own spin on what it was because in our lives, as you know, we're all 
in our daily lives when we're walking through life we're all living different realities anyway we're all living out different experiences like we've all heard the expression of like we all see different colors we all see different frequencies like compared to animals compared to insects compared to birds bees bats whatever it is you know um people see different shapes there's even like the the concept of paradelia where people see can hear things that other people can't people can see spirits people have more psychic abilities you know all operating on different levels so to like to in our lives to kind of you know there's a famous expression that says if you if you believe that if you believe that any anyone is going to like see reality or meet you to your reality that you want them to meet you to it's never ever going to happen you know Mm -hmm. you can only meet your own self to your own reality yeah um you know i don't know what that's 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 like later on down the line when you kind of when you when you do when you fully connect as a twin flame like completely Mm -hmm. but maybe then it's not you know because even if you are fully connected as a twin flame maybe you still have to have the dance between like the polarities of like kind of like that 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 dance kind Mm -hmm. of thing i don't know i'm just like my mind's just going you know yeah just off what you were saying i think that's why it's important to develop a, a relationship with god because if you don't develop a relationship with God, you're kind of you're gonna kind of look outside yourself to for people to fill that void that God that God is meant to fill. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why it's so important to kind of be completely honest with yourself and how you feel. If you're angry towards God, just feel the anger. If you feel like God isn't loving, feel that. And it's like why as you process those emotions and, and think about things, it, it kind of opens you up and you you start being able to receive that connection from God, which is what I've been kind of working on and like writing writing to god and and just meditating and praying and feeling and just kind of trying to develop that relationship that was kind of i think that was that was oh it's i think it's stronger for everybody as a child like that connection to god but that kind of get, gets lost through through traumas and through people's own emotional wounds projecting on you so it's just trying to trying to get back to that that state of innocence and connection and wholeness yeah and and, and and like and, I, and like I say, and I mean, I thought I was, I thought I was there, but then it only takes like one kind of like occurrence where you kind of like you know you you speak your truth in the moment, and it triggers a part 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 of me, you know. But that's what I've been finding. Like what I've been kind of finding lately is that I've been kind of because you know when the work comes up, it's like it it is really challenging. Like you know when the emotions come up and it's like triggers you so hard. And it can be scary to look at something. You don't want to. You want to kind of like wrap it up and put it away in a closet, you know, like a dungeon, and never look at it, you know. Um, and then there's, you know, the, there is moments where like the work too much, but then it gets to like what I've started to notice, and I've had like I've had glimpses of this, and I feel like I'm moving into it more and more. I don't want to say this in a way because in a few weeks' time I'll be like it'll be so tough and I'll not be able to see the light again. <laughs> but um, but what I mean is as you kind of start moving closer towards like the work more and more and get used to like feeling your emotions and not kind of like pressing them backwards, you start realizing that like what they are like the you know the 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 messages from mm. the messages from your future self like trying mm. to kind of navigate you to 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 develop them parts of yourself that do have wounds that have been kind of that we've um received from our parents that we've kind of received for our own actions that we've received from god to some degree you know that we've received from everything around us and um you know as you kind of move more into them emotions it kind of you start seeing them as like you know signals signals just kind of like these signals are are like always because i've found like in my own life that these signals have always been there like they've always been there like the, the manifestation the law of attraction has been turning up the same relationships the same people the same interactions the same jobs the same arguments over the same little things like 
what are you doing, honey? Leaving the uh, toilet paste on the on the ch- on the on the side of the bench. Toothpaste. <laughs> uh, toothpaste. Uh, toilet. Your piss is running down the down the uh, down the van. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can you sh- can you not get your shit in the bucket? <laughs> but um, but like you know, like the same thing is like kind of um, you know, keep coming circle and back around again and again and again until you acknowledge them. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the time we don't see them, you know. But the more that you kind of like start feeling the emotions, you start being able to read your environment a lot different way, and you start realizing that all these different things that are turning up are just these signals, you know. And you get to re- uh, choose how you react to these signals. Mm-hmm. And I remember when, um, you know, maybe it was easier said than done, but when that experience came up where we were like moving into something positive, and this and that occurrence happened with the text, and the, obviously the emotions that were were activated in you. I like hit this window inside of me where I was like, it's hard to explain because maybe it was a bit different for me because I was like kind of, I wasn't like emotionally fully into it and I was kind of looking from further back and I kind of just felt like, um, like a, a pure satisfaction, even though like, even though that, I know that like it was at the time I was like feeling sorry for you, like you had to go through it. There was still a part of us that was like, I knew what it was. Like I just, yeah. there was something inside of us, like I could feel it that said, you know, this is like, this is a, this is a signal telling you that like you know where you're going is you, you're moving forward in the right place you know definitely and i did say it to you as soon as i like as soon as i came out and like showed you the text i was like i think i'm being spiritually attacked because yeah. <laughs> it, it did it did feel like such a, a strong attack but i feel much better for it now and i can actually laugh about it now which i couldn't really do on the day but yeah like just touching on what you were speaking on about emotions i think a lot of people especially in like western culture like feel like they feel like emotions emotions are a scary thing and that once you start delving into them it's just going to be like a, a lot of darkness forever and you're never going to be able to escape that pit it's just like what that guy said on the documentary with jesus where he's like you take people through an emotional holocaust yeah. but um yeah and i think what i think the good thing about sort of like healing and feeling your emotions are it's like it, you you start you it's not emotions are transitory you don't you're not going to be stuck in this darkness forever which is a a really big misconception when we start doing emotional work that's like oh i feel this i'm never going to escape this feeling but it's not you're never going to escape this feeling if you if you sort of resist and are resistant to the feeling but once you start feeling it it's like it processes through relatively quickly and then once you've you've processed it you actually find that you're in a lighter state and your environment's better and you can and your senses are better and you can see more and you can smell more and you can hear more and it's like you've you've moved like like what Jesus says like you've moved up a sphere in the spirit world but you've done this in the in the physical world and I think a lot of another thing a lot of people do is they kind of they can kind of hold on to their emotions to feel like a sense of camaraderie with camaraderie with people a lot of people like they they try to bond with people over in a shared like over a shared emotion of sadness or grief or something and that f- it feels like a, a sense of connection when really it's like a codependent relationship of needing to feel this the same feeling so i really like the fact that it's kind of becoming more of a movement now to kind of do the emotional work and, and realize that emotions aren't this big scary thing they can't feel like that but once you start feeling and feeling and processing through them it's not it's not that scary at all it's just just being willing to face kind of things that were kind of repressed or, or felt too scary to face at the time. Oh, definitely. Well, that's why I was thinking there in my head, that's why, the, that's why the law of attraction works in the spirit realm, just like it does on the physical. Mm. So, like, if, if someone doesn't understand, like, like from a, couldn't underst- comprehend it from a, from a metaphysical level, you know, 
like on the physical level as you say like you know we find camaraderie with the same people with the same interests you know we're guilty of that too in the spirituality community you know that can also be a downfall too you know you move into the an area of spirituality where everyone's vegan or where everyone's like a buddhist or everyone's mm-hmm. like whatever it is you know and um you know you, you create a collective beliefs around it you you find the interests you're never challenged in it so you just as a collective energy as a group you just keep continue to feed off that same vibe that you're just moving around each other without ever questioning it but then at the same time it's like that's what's happening on a metaphysical level in the spirit realm like when you cross over your law of attraction is taken to you to your place of your soul condition so naturally you're going to be around other souls who are who are of a similar soul condition to you who are also addicted to the same behaviors the same patterns the same rhythms in the life so then collectively you're going to find comfort in the things that they're doing they're going to show you the skin things that they've learned to mm. to feed them and to meet them emotional addictions with inside themselves and it obviously it's like you know it's like the path of, of the of the of your own mind you know you have to kind of like sometimes you have to analyze and take us like even when you're embedded within something like I, I try to do this as much as i can and it's bloody it is hard because there's a lot of times when you when you are in something you think that you're doing good mm-hmm. even though sometimes you might not be there's sometimes where you you're in something where like even you've got like you've even got positive you've even got like the 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 f- positive feedback around you you know you've got like people saying you're like oh well done you're doing a fantastic job look at you like you you've really got it all figured out haven't you mm. um but you know sometimes under the surface it might not be like that you know there might be like there still might be a, an emotion that's in you that's kind of like it is creeping up every time every now and again but but no it's all right because i've got a group of people over here who are validating that yeah so that's how it's working on the spirit realm that's how it's also working on the physical too you know and it makes it makes you have more sympathy for yourself and others who do fall into them traps because it's like the way the way the universe is built up it's like the, the law of attraction is bringing you people that are that have the same sort of wounds as you so you need to forgive yourself for being in a situation where you are potentially causing harm to others or yourself because the, the way the laws of the universe are set up is that your soul condition will be a match to that and so you will attract it naturally so i think I think Jesus talks about like he says repentance, which is basically kind of feeling the feeling the feelings of wrongdoing in that situation, just kind of letting it go, and then feeling like God's forgiveness for that. Because you know God understands the way the universe is set up and how how kind of easy it is to fall into them traps through our own emotional wounds. Yeah, and that's why that's why I think at times it it feels like you know it feels easier to stay in the place that you are than kind of like to do the emotional work because obviously initially on the surface you know i'm not gonna lie like there is moment where, moments where to feel into that pain it like to feel in that emotion that's caused something and allow yourself to sit with yourself and allow the the memory or the vision or the experience to kind of like come up in your mind and feel into that fully sometimes for people it can be too much you know like it's not gonna obviously feeling them emotions is not gonna happen overnight Mm -hmm. you know you're gonna you're gonna sometimes have to you might have to cry seven eight times about something you might have to try cry 50 times to fully feel it and allow yourself to go to go into that place but it's not always gonna kind of like just be you know like i think we see i think in life we have this kind of like i think this stems back as a collective trauma where like we believe that pain's a bad thing we believe that challenge is a bad thing like we believe we have all these kind of like we already kind of grew up in a world where we're kind of like um navigated in, in a place where like if you, you know if you feel this kind of um sensation it's bad mm-hmm. if you feel this kind of sensation it's bad mm-hmm. 
but we all know also know as well that that kind of plays into this like into this like you know this um culture of where you kind of numb feelings out you numb things out like i've said this many times you know when i grew up it was like you you don't feel that emotion that's weakness like don't you don't don't cry don't don't yeah. don't show weakness that's like a vulnerability you know but really like a lot of the time is like the the narrative that society's given us so a lot of the times is that when you actually do start kind of like going against society to some degrees and you start feeling these things that have kind of been suppressed from us um feeling the emotions you know like if you've got depression quote unquote depression um i don't i don't believe in depression like had i really don't i i believe in the premise and the language behind it but i don't believe in the the feeling that's invoked through it i would never call it depression you know i would actually call it just a spiritual imbalance you know something a, a part of yourself that's communicating you to, to 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 navigate you and tell you something in your life you know yeah it's a message that's more instead of calling it depression i'll call it a message you know um but it's like allowing yourself to kind of move into them states you know without like you know like like you say you're already feeling you, you can't feel any worse than you're already feeling now you know mm-hmm. um but obviously it takes a lot to kind of to 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 understand in yourself that by just allowing yourself to feel in them you know the 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 reality will will change through 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 the work that you do you know god rewards the brave you know god rewards you for going into your emotions yeah and i think it's it's such a sad part of society that you know a lot of people like i know i've spoke about this a lot of times but like when people feel depression they'll just go into the doctors and take an antidepressant and feel like there's something wrong with them there's like a chemical imbalance in their brain so then they go to the doctors and get that fixed when really it's it's just giving you a message about something in your life it could be like something's manifesting through trauma like for me when i was depressed it was telling me that like a trauma had caused it it caused me to feel trapped in my outside circumstances everything that made me feel trapped was trying to lead me to back to a trauma where i did feel trapped and once i like started to heal and feel all those emotions that like i felt like i opened up pandora's box but from that moment, I feel like I've started to kind of come into my own and feel like I'm not operating so much from a facade anymore. I'm operating more from authenticity. And that's what depression does. It kind of, it's showing you where you need to go into your authenticity, where you're not being authentic, where you're kind of not being true to your, to your own soul. And I think uh, it's quite a sad thing about our culture is that a lot of people feel like there's something inherently wrong with them because they feel the way that they do. But really, I know if there's society society and culture have kind of been set up in a way to kind of harm our souls and so it's sad that we've got to a stage where we kind of see our own emotions as the enemy and want to numb them out yeah and there's also in that process there's also a wound that i i i've kind of i'm probably still have to some degree but i'm starting to to soothe it a bit more and start to work on it uh, is the wound behind also blaming it on society as well because mm-hmm. the more that you kind of like feel into it it's like you know we always say you can go all the way back to the adam and eve and you can blame adam and eve in the garden of eden for like mm-hmm. causing civilization you know like when the first bit when at eve first bit the apple you know that was like her us as human consciousness kind of moving away from like god you know to some degree well that's what it really was wasn't it moving mm-hmm. away from god like sinning um and you can kind of like you can use that to some degree to to give justification like because it's interesting through emotional wounds you can like you can realize that you have an emotional wound you can see where it's caused from but that emotional wound can actually cause you cause you to like to actually degrade your soul even more because it triggers one emotional wound and it actually like makes it causes you to kind of like to now like 
blame it on someone else instead of like mm. you know like because there's a process in looking at your emotions where like you start looking at your emotions and you start feeling into them and um you go oh, that's all i need to do is just need to look into them but obviously what's going to happen is in that process when you're looking at your emotions you know you something's going to come up where you're going to have a memory and it's going to be maybe linked to a family member or it's going to be linked to someone else the first thing that's going to happen is you're going to blame someone again mm-hmm. so you're already again you're like already externalizing that internal internal um uh, you know the internal p- power of like god of you to kind of to so god's basically like showing you the vision but then you internalize it again to to worry about a family member like to put to project it on a family member i think that's part of the healing process though to kind of i know to kind of obviously because it's going to bring up feelings of anger and resentment. i'm just trying to describe the process for someone oh so yeah the, exactly so the... can um i understand but like i think there's like stages in emotional work like there's certain emotions where people have done harm to you that's a category there's a certain um there's certain emotional wounds where you've done done harm to others that's quite hard to look at and there's another set where you've done 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 harm to yourself and i think that it's just about kind of kind of and like categorizing them like and feeling accordingly but i think it's always easier to kind to feel that's the first stage of emotional work is feeling when others have done harm to you and that's the always the easiest to feel compared to the ones where you've done harm to others and where you've done harm to yourself and I think a lot of people are at the stage where they're kind of they externalizing and feel like, oh, well, society's done this because I was stuck in that stage. Like culture is so bad and everything's traumatic. And it, what I'm realizing now, it's like if society doesn't have equality, it's because I haven't I haven't brought it. Created my, it. I haven't created it myself. I don't have it within me. So it's up to like I have responsibility to to make the world a better place through my actions. It's I can't just blame the government for not for not providing me what I need that's a very like infantile way to think about things like I need to take responsibility for myself and create what I feel is missing in the world see that's why I think you made a good point because I think that's why right now in the world we're we're meeting this kind of this this kind of moment in in human consciousness or whatever you want to call it where we are facing the collective kind of trauma of waiting for someone else to come along and do it for us mm-hmm. and and that's one of the things like um you know with with everything that's playing out in the world right now where you know so many people are you know the begging and pleading to mommy and daddy to to sort it out for us like you know don't don't i don't want to have this you know like don't make it mandatory to do this or something like that but it gets to a point where what you have to realize like because there is a lot of there's also a lot of collective traumas coming out within that mm-hmm. like i think we we're noticing like when people are begging and pleading like basically it's the same kind of traumatic response that's been happening as we were a child you know like expecting like your mom and dad to serve them parts of yourself you know mm. so there is an, and there's an anger in that because that wasn't met when we were younger so we're wanting the government to meet them parts of ourselves mm-hmm. um and what i've noticed is that and this is kind of something that that um that i've started to feel into more and more because i, I felt when i was kind of getting angry at the government and angry at what they're doing I was also feeling my relationship to my parents, how they maybe hadn't met a certain part of us, and I was using that to channel my aggression again, you know. So I was moving the aggression from my parents to someone, to another big bad guy, you know. Yeah. And um, what bigger bad guy is that? Like, is is, is the government? Is, is the government? You know, yeah. the Illuminati. <laughs> I take my body in my soul. <laughs> but um, you, you know what I mean? It's like um, I don't know why I was going with that, but um, I can't remember what I was going to say now. Yeah, but and that's what I, that's why that's what's been empowering to me about the like kind of you know taking action on all fronts because obviously action is physical action as well you know like 
like we've made it clear that we want to grow our own foods you want to take our physical action but also like action on the on the metaphysical too you know like moving them parts of yourself that are dependent on that that cortisol that's released or that trauma that is kind of being projected or fed through putting that under the government you know mm-hmm. and expecting them to be now your mommy and daddy and they're the ones who's given you trauma they're the ones who's a fault for your life yeah but like you said you know if you know if you because when you for example you know when when you when you're in nature like and you're walking around nature and you're growing a plant uh, or you you're tending to something that's that's very clean and positive you know there's there's no there's no bad guy anymore you know mm-hmm. it's just you in the process that's in front of you you know like you worrying about like you, you the the only the only it's not even the probably the only bad guy that becomes is is like is the weather. Yeah, literally, <laughs> and then I can see why like the ancients of the past would probably thought, oh, the gods are angry, the harvest is destroyed. <laughs> the blazing this right, the the, the pe- peoples of the past. We'll probably learn this when we when we um when we remove other things and we well, we've got the weather too as well. But our traumas will probably move to the weather, just like the ancients will probably like argue like, with like, with putting their traumas on the weather. Mm-hmm. Like you said, like the gods, it's a god's problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to getting to that stage. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking forward for that to be my kind of emotional wound to work to work through because, at the moment, I'm just like I'm dying to get my hands in the dirt and just start being more connected to the earth and like, and just creating something for ourselves and our future family because that's where our mind is focused at the moment. It's like, it's about our future family, isn't it? Yeah. And I think that's quite nice because before I feel like my life didn't really have a purpose i was kind of just being kind of self-centered and thinking about what i I wanted but now my my focus has moved to what 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 is good for my family what's good for my children and when i'm when i'm operating from that state i find that i'm much more motivated and i'm excited to learn about permaculture and how to like filter a gray water system and it's just i'm really like really looking forward to the to just getting my hands in the dirt and just doing it it's and it also as well within that is there's nothing wrong with also being self-serving too like because in the process of doing that one of the things that i've felt emotions i've felt in it was that because you know we we always kind of like to push aside like that having a having a, a purpose for your own for your own needs is is you, you, it's not right to do so to to, to do that so too as well yeah. but for me like one thing i've noticed is that that's to be self-serving is also is also fine you know we're all on an individual healing journey mm-hmm. like currently to what we know until we kind of like ascend to that higher level yeah. um we're all on a healing journey so the thing that the true thing that does matter is the healing of yourself because yeah. you know from that place everything else heals around you so naturally if you are if you are self-serving to a certain degree and you you, you know you want to live in, a, in an environment where you've got space and time to work on yourself um, in a cleaner environment where the nat- the, nat- the world around you, the foods that you eat, the people you're with can support them parts of yourself in a more kind of comforting way. Um, what's wrong? There's nothing wrong with that. Oh, you definitely. Know? I think that's, that's a stage. Sorry, yeah, yeah. It's a, sorry, yeah, you're right. I was going to say that is, that's a stage in the ascension process. Mm-hmm. You know, like, as we've started, been starting to learn is like, even when you leave this, pl- when you leave this realm, your law of attraction causes you to the place that you want to go, you know? So naturally, as you're on the journey of ascension, like, you know, there's obviously that, not, as you're kind of moving into a state of, because it's very triggering, you know, like, like, I know I can even feel them levels within me now, like how it's triggering for people to be like, well, how dare you to do that? You know, you're lucky. Mm. You're lucky to do that, you know? But 
what I'm trying to make, the statement I'm trying to make is as naturally as you do the work in yourself, you are going to move into the places that your soul wants to go, you know, mm-hmm. because you're going to open up, the, you're going to remove the, tr- you're going to remove the certain parts of yourself that, 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 um, that can no longer, like your soul can no longer be in them places. And naturally the law of attraction is going to cause you to be in them places because you've made space and opened up parts of you for them new things to come in, you know? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a lot to add to that. Yeah. Should we end it? Yeah, we'll leave it there. Peace. Peace and love. Boom. Thanks so much for checking out that podcast there. Um, if you can, as always, check out the one-off donation option and the Patreon page. Would be much, much appreciated. And also, just to play this song out, as I always do, this song is called Special Edition by Fat Dreddy. Fat Dreddy? Fat, how do you pronounce it? Fat Freddy's Drop. Fat Freddy's Drop. So Fat Freddy's Drop is about to drop and it's about to pop. So here we go. Listen to this beat bop top. Enjoy the song.
Just be 